here, Stu's here, I've got a cup of tea, it's the Evil G Podcast, episode 31, and some games came out, let's talk about games. Cup of tea, fancy pants. It's a cup of tea, fancy pants? Ow. Well, I can't really talk fancy pants, sorry, uh, I, I bought the brand new coffee machine the other day and I can't wait for it to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of coffee machine? Uh, I can't even pronounce it. De 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 long de longi. Oh uh, yeah, so it's a espresso machine. Then. Oh, is that, oh, is it? Can I get? I don't, I don't know. know. Can I get? I I hope I can still get me caramel lattes out of it. Well, <laughs> mm, you're yeah, exposing yourself here. Caramel you're, lattes. You're exposing yourself. You don't know much about coffee. I don't. It starts with an espresso I'm shot, not, and then you put in the uh, steamed milk and the caramel <laughs> stuff, dude. Dude, a machine makes my coffee for me. I don't know how to make fucking coffee. Well, except when I was young and I make my mum's sort of, you know, the instant coffee. Uh, I like but to keep it. Again. Keep it. Yeah. Again. Having, having a baldy. <laughs> I like to keep it simple. You grind up some beans and have some sort of device that lets you pour water through those beans. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I remember used to do that when we were in the office. You had that wee... Aeropress. Aeropress. Oh, that's the name of the thing you make make the coffee with. It's it's good. I bought a a machine to do all that for me. I I I don't. um, I I like to drink coffee. I don't um, know how it all works. Although I I do someday want to try um, Zach Wilde's coffee. Oh, I forgot he had a coffee. Yeah, I should. Because he obviously uh, doesn't drink anymore. Um, I mean, <clears throat> Zach Wilde is the lead singer of a, and lead guitarist of a very good band called BLS, Black Label Society. You should check him out. Um, but yeah, games. Not coffee games. We're not a coffee podcast. <gasps> right, so. Be. Yeah, could. But anyway. <laughs> Just dedicate a podcast to coffee. This tastes like coffee <laughs> i'm bad at that shit i i can't do the taste of notes no same. bollocks i was like i, I, I like this or i don't like people this. yeah uh anyway um anyway so in the the news so we did have a few games come out we'll talk about those in a second uh first let's just go to our blizzard check-in um if you've been listening to us or just paying attention to the news, you know that uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard has been sued for inequality and just being general shitbags to their employees. Uh, Probably like the worst treatment of any employees in any video game studio. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of, true, 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 true. Um, so Bobby Kotick, who is the CEO... Um, He's been doing stuff like, you know, taking the um, minimum um, salary that he can take in California and and all this shit. So a new report came out with him where uh, he maybe knew more about all the the bullshit going on at Blizzard than, than was let on. And there's recordings of him threatening to kill people. Um, Jesus. I'm sure he didn't really mean it, but right, yeah, but. it's still there. Uh, and now uh, he's been like, people are just going, would you just fucking resign already, you dickhead? Mm. 
Uh, so you've got like 1,300 employees signing a thing to say, go and fuck off, and the shareholders as well. Uh, and there was a walkout yeah. of 150 employees. So the shareholders are the um, the big one there. They Once they start calling for mm. people to resign, that's usually going to happen. So we may be seeing an end to Bobby Kotick, uh, the millionaire. So it's not like it's going to be affect him very much. Uh, um, yeah. I know this was so bad that even Activision, who obviously uh, are they like sister companies with Blizzard? Is that how it works? Activision owned, they own owns Blizzard? owns Blizzard, yeah. Right. Well, this was affecting them so much that they decided to hold off on all Call of Duty Vanguard DLCs just till things sort of calm down a bit. Yeah, this uh, is the worst selling Call of Duty of all time. Um, mm. Not sure how much of that is to do with this. Um, and as well, you have their dwindling numbers in World of Warcraft. Mm. Uh, yeah, shit ain't looking great for them. And it doesn't help that uh, a couple of weeks ago, the um, Jen O'Neill, if you remember, was appointed... What was the role? Yes. Basically, lead in charge of Blizzard alongside Mike Yabara. Um, mm -hmm. Now, they were in a co-role, basically doing the same job. But Mike Yabara is still getting paid more. Mm. And she was told she's supposed to be getting a new pay contract uh, raised to make, give her the, the same salary as Yabara. Um, now, she... Recent uh, a couple of weeks ago, resigned after like three months of being in this role. Uh, in that three months, she did not see this pay increase until after she handed in her resignation letter. Sick. So yeah, that's not a great look. Um, yeah. fucking stupid. Uh, so so it just mm. goes to show that the, uh, or well, it it implies heavily that. All this shit's just lip service, and nothing's actually going to change. Um, and your boy, old Bobby's a slimy cunt. <laughs> he ah. fucking is. Um, bet he's never played a game in his life. I would be willing. Probably, I would put yeah. money on that. Get the fuck out. Like, see if you if if you're if you're not all in on this shit. If you're a business guy, just go away. Like, mm. You need passion for this shit. Um, and I don't mean passion for money. Yeah. Every step it's of the like, way. You like, know when you can tell when like <clears throat> a studio has influenced a movie and when a director has been allowed to just deliver what they want to deliver. It, I, you can definitely say it in, this, in a game as well. Like when a, when a studio has been allowed to make the game they want to make and then when the sort of shareholders and parent companies go, no, we need this and we need this and we need this because we want to appeal to these people and these people and these people. And by the time these people have put all their fingers into this pie, the original design is just a mess and gone. And this poor director still has to put this fucking game out. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that definitely happens. Um, in all sort of art industries, I guess, um, there there's mm -hmm. always that clash of you know, the the art versus it making money. Um, 
Because mm. you're like you're not you're not making this art for the sake of making this art. You're doing and you're being doing it to make money. Now I'm sure the team itself is the team actually mm. making it, but the reason they're being allowed to make it is to make money. So they're going to have all sorts mm. of like people that are just interested in that side. And the more I guess those the only really free people in making the games is independent people, we indie studios, because yeah. nobody tells them what to do. Aye, aye, definitely aye. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, the, this guy has to be gone soon. I think. Yeah. Um, Another crap week for Blizzard. <laughs> uh, it's more to come. <laughs> I think. Aye. Um, I do agree. Yeah. So 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 that's that's that. We'll keep you updated, don't worry, folks. <laughs> so the biggest news that happened this week, this past week, we got a release of Battlefield 2044. The full release. The full release happened on Friday. Um, oh, shit. Breaking news. What? Uh... Wait, oh, literally, Rob, while we're recording news that came out? <laughs> literally. Uh, a, Bobby Kodak, boss of Activision Blizzard, said he would consider standing down if the company's oh issues cannot God. be fixed with speed. Fuck off, you dickhead. Come on. Oh, my God. That I literally lo- was announced while we were recording. <laughs> yeah. He would oh, consider, man. consider stepping down. Uh man. Sack him, somebody. Piss off. How do you sack a CEO? Is that possible? Yeah, they're kinda, uh, they're in you, charge. Have, you have a board. I uh, see the boards no, on his stopped. side. The boards on his oh, side. Are they? Uh, oh fucking! But their stock prices are tanking as well. So, uh, well, hire anyway. an assassin. That's how you sack him. <laughs> right. Twenty forty four. Twenty forty two. Fuck. Twenty forty two. Right. Um. Hi. So it came out and. Let's talk about all the stuff that's wrong first, shall we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, have to get the bugs out. And there's some really, really, really bad bugs. Uh, some the of them bugs. are very funny. Some of them are kind of uh, infuriating. Like the one I got last night. Yeah, that's a shitty one. Uh, so the death I, bug. Yeah. Now, I know what this sounds If you're listening to this, right, let me put it to you this way. I couldn't die. I've but had this myself. I had this myself. So when you when you get down in Battlefield, you go into a state of like you can be revived by your teammates, or you can hold down the button and just go back to the respawn screen. This uh, when this happens, you go down. People can't get you up, and you are basically your death timer is frozen, and you can't opt to you can't respawn, respawn and you can't be revived. So you're stuck lying there in the map until you get kicked for inactivity. <laughs> so that, yeah. if that happens, that's that's the end of your game. Now that's that's kind of shitty. That one, <laughs> like um, mm. some of the other things I've seen. Um, the weirdest, one of the weirdest ones is one of your teams spawning in without an ally marker. And as far as yep. I can tell, like your allies have blue lights on their costumes yes. and the enemy will have reddish orange lights on theirs. 
Uh, and it looks like an anime skin as well. That it has it has the orange the orange light light. I've had this happen twice in a game. So once the first time I saw it, it was just me and this guy on a point myself. He's standing in the corner, shooting away at him. Nothing happening. One, what the fuck's going on? Uh, until I got killed by a completely other dude. And then I was watching the replay, and then this guy came in and shot that guy in the corner as well. I was like, oh, wait, was I being really stupid there and shooting at one of my other? Because this wouldn't be the first game I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. see We've all done that. And start shooting at it. So I uh, sort of left that. I was like, whoops, that was embarrassing. Let's move on. Um, and then it, it, it happened again, but I was around a whole bunch of people this time and it was the same thing and everyone was like taking turns at shooting this guy and nothing happening. And the guy looked really confused. <laughs> it was like, what's going on? Where's everyone shooting? Um, yeah. And then I've heard other people confirm the same thing happening. So yeah, I've seen it happen. I've sort of went in and seen a guy with the orange thing and everyone's shooting at him and he won't die and you can tell the pure guy the poor wee guy's like what the fuck's going on why is everyone shooting at me uh one of the funniest glitches i've seen is uh the hovercraft driving up the side of a building <laughs> yeah i've heard about that one as well uh, it was i forget is the map kaleidoscope is that what you call the map it's got like the big towers in the corners is that the south korea one yeah, it's like the sort of big lush garden with all the skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I spawned in on my uh, teammate's hovercraft, thinking he was sitting still, but he was actually going vertically up a building. And I remember sort of looking around going, what the fuck's going on here? Maybe hovercraft. can do that. when I went to get out of the building, I started falling to the ground. <laughs> Hey, it's tw- 2042. We don't know how True. hovercraft technology has, that, <laughs> has progressed. Know, I didn't even think of that. Maybe it's future hovercraft could drive on buttons. Imagine he came out and say, no, no, that's 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 right. <laughs> that's a feature. We, we put these points, uh, these capture points, on top of these skyscrapers. So how are you supposed to get up there? There's only so many helicopters uh, in the game. So, um, and the elevators are fucking stupid. Now, I've heard the elevator, you can, if you have a couple of guys with shields, that's that's how you, that's how you approach getting up the, the lift. Right. So you're not just, like, op- door open and, and shot to death, yeah. so the, the guys with shields. Um, another really annoying bug for, if you're playing a medic, um, this one is genuinely annoying, it's not funny at all, is if someone dies too close to a wall, you can't revive them. Oh. On certain, certain I, like, it's just... And the guys will be requesting revive, and you're like, "Sorry, man, I can't do anything." Um, you're too close to a wall. Yeah, I, th- I think obviously it, your squad mates can revive each other. Medics can revive anyone, but squad mates can still revive each other. And there's nothing worse, like, because like, obviously you're the medic. There's people around you. If I could get you up, you could get half the team up, but I can't get you up because you're sitting or you died too close to a wall, and you're like, "What the?" Like, you think uh, that this had to be tested before it was released, didn't it? Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and this one seems really common, where it's hard to figure that it didn't come up at some point. Um, mm. But maybe they just didn't have time to fix it, and that's sort of the... I think that's the main issue here. This game wasn't ready to come out. This game ain't finished. No, um, it really isn't. Like, there's not a lot of guns in it for a Battlefield game. 
No, there really there's only two LMGs for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um you have at most in a like four assault rifles, four SMGs, mm. three sniper rifles. Uh, yeah, it's not a massive amount. Um you got some attachments. Uh, all that stuff's locked behind leveling, and then all the attachments is locked behind mastery, where you have to use that weapon, which is a bit like I, I, I mm. get that they want like progression and stuff, but it's it's like you have to play a stupid amount of the game to get the full I, like. I hit. I hate to tell you this, but I know that EA will do what they do with every battlefield. And what's that? They will sell you shortcut packs. Oh, they would have some gold to do that. They couldn't do it. Not with the amount of bad press this is getting. Um, mm. Like them, them like it was bad enough they did that whole thing. It's like, oh, pay us, buy the gold edition, uh, extra £20 and you can get it a week early. I bet they wish they hadn't done that. Because mm. um, it is getting like panned by most people. Um, it's one of the top 10 worst reviewed games on Steam. Yeah, so here's the thing I will say, that despite all these issues, still having fun with it. Yeah. I have fun I like playing it. it. It is not one of the 10 worst games ever. It is, no. it is the release, uh, I think calling it a disaster is a, like complete hyperbole. It's not. Mm. Like Cyberpunk on PS4, that one is a disaster. Yeah. Like, That's a disaster. As in, you couldn't play it. Uh, this mm. is a messy fucking launch of a uh, what's going to be a live game, and uh, mm. we'll see how it goes. Um, I mean, it's still Battlefield, um, and if you if you like the core of Battlefield, you'll find enjoyment in this. Um, mm. Now, maybe the 128 players <laughs> is it too many? Doesn't make the maps too big. You can spend a lot of time running, but um, that's part of Battlefield, isn't it? Like that always is the case. You'll you'll spend yeah. a lot of time running, and then you remember though we played a wee bit of the portal mode last night. Yeah, and when we played the BF three maps, you mm -hmm. weren't running as much. No, definitely not. You're uh, in into the action a lot faster. Um, but in this one, you can find yourself like it's all about where where you choose to spawn as well. I guess, um, mm. like if you stick with your squad, you should be able to, you know, spawn into some action. Um, but yeah, you, your squad's either perma dead or too close to a wall. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, but if you you're at one point and you got to run to the next point, you gotta you've got a track on your hands. Uh they have uh, the new double sprint. Maybe if they put more like shitty vehicles in there, like you know, yeah, just pick up quad bikes and, and shit, crap like that. There's not a lot of quad bikes about. No, just uh, vehicles to get you around would be a bit handier. It doesn't have to be choppers and tanks all the time. Just something with a set of wheels that goes quicker than running. Yeah. Um... Uh, it's uh, that's, that the maps are massive. Obviously, they're trying to accommodate for these 128 players. But then I know the PS4 and the Xbox One are only 64 players. But are they still the same size of maps? Oh Jesus! 
uh, Reading off. That would be very um, quiet. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know what the 128 player stuff really adds because it's not like you can notice that stuff. Or is it? No, no, it's not like all 120 odd players are in one base, but it just, I think it yeah. make it just uh, for the size of the map. I think it just makes sure that there's at least a bit of action at every point. Yeah, I you get, get those points in the map where there's always like there's always those points that people want to take, and that's where you'll get the big battle. Yeah, I, I guess now. Well, actually, I've noticed that where, um, I, I've only I played Battlefield four and five, and you would notice like there'd be a main sort of choke point where the main battles going on, uh, and that's where most people is, and there wouldn't be much happening around the other points. Hmm. Um, but in this, you will have your big chaotic battle in one of the points, and you might have smaller ones dotted around the place. But there's still there's there's more stuff going on at more points with those. Um, increased mm. number of players and it still has that like there is still is absolute fucking chaos and that's why you play battlefield yep yep you've choppers dropping out of the skies they get shot down as you're running past and fucking tanks blowing up left right and center and just explosions everywhere that, that is it is why i enjoy battlefield just bullets wasn't everywhere why don't they lean into that stuff more with the tone of the game now there's no single player which is a bit fucked up as well and that's another um that that also points at like yeah this this thing was not finished um mm. but so the the main thing in in battlefield and they do they did acknowledge this in the run-up is is the absolute chaos those battlefield moments um mm-hmm. but the the trappings are around 2042 is all about in the future climate change is knocked everything to shit and it's very it's very serious and close to home <laughs> like of mm-hmm. like this is worse sort of worst case scenario stuff that could actually probably happen but then like they have all these dumbass quips from the uh um you know from the operators or whatever they're calling them uh, uh and it's like tone of this thing's all over the place like just go for the nonsense um yeah uh, because, yeah, we're, you're not playing Battlefield to, you know, looking for a commentary on, on politics of today and, and, mm. and climate change. You're, you're, we constantly have that stuff in our face anyway. It's like, can we uh, can you just relax for a second and, and, and play Battlefield? Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a mixed bag because, like, you still have the fun, uh, but yeah, you can definitely see the uh, this. This is a bit half baked, uh, and I hope you get. No, a ho- yeah, no. I was just going to say um, the. Uh, so obviously, that's what we'll call the main game. Yeah, and then we've been playing the portal side of things, which is your sort of your World War Two, your bad company, and your. Battlefield 3 modes and games and things like that, but you can also create your own to the point where I played one of the best modes in Battlefield that I can't find again. Where <laughs> I was telling you that when your feet were on the ground, you couldn't shoot or aim. 120 players, every man for himself. And as soon as you pressed the jump button, you flew up to the top of the map, automatically pulled out your parachute, and that's when you could aim and shoot. You had 120 people 
in parachutes shooting at each other. <laughs> it was the most fucking fun thing ever. Yeah, you were saying that was created by the the streamer Jack Frags. Uh, Jack Frags, yes. Um, uh, yeah, he created that, and obviously full base of uh, players because obviously he is a big streamer when the world of Battlefield. But uh, I was just thinking, you know, how do you how do you come up with an idea like that, and how do I try and recreate this, or how do I favorite this, or something? Because I can't find it again since I'm a bit gutted. It's too bad you can't go back and see your previous. Uh, played your, servers or anything? Your history, yeah. Uh, and can you not follow certain game modes? Well, or? if I had of, if I had of thought at the time, I should have ah, right, clicked so you, on follow server, can. but I can't go see a history or anything. Right. Um. Yeah. So the the portal stuff is definitely interesting. Uh, early like that that uh, early access week, it was just coming down with XP farms, mm-hmm. which was kind of a shame. Uh, so people. Like you would go into a team and you would spawn as a guy with a knife and one one hit point, and uh, uh, there'd be like four guys with um, fucking heavy machine guns and a thousand hit points. And you're like, all right, okay then. Uh, so yeah, people just farming XP. That's a uh, progression systems. Just they they just encourage that kind of behavior. Um, uh, what, whatever happened to just playing the game? Because it's fun to play. Have battle passes. All the best stuff. Yeah, what if it was just there? What if you yeah, didn't true. what if you didn't have to grind for it? What if everything was just unlocked and you just played the fucking game? And you well, didn't that's have... kinda how it is in the portal side of things. The true, yeah. Everything's unlocked. But uh, like even in, in the uh ah, in the main game, th- just do that there as well. Yeah. It's the same uh, I found with um so the Another big release happened, and this was an unexpected one for the uh, it was the 20th anniversary of Xbox. Um, and sneaky Microsoft went, "Hey, Halo Infinite multiplayer's out now," uh, and you're like, "Wait, isn't that like three weeks ago?" Away, they're like, oh, it's out now. Go play it." Surprise! Um, so they have a battle pass as well, and everyone's giving off about it because of the way, like. You don't earn per match XP. You have to complete these challenges, which yeah, is a bit shitty because like, imagine think Apex. You you know where it has the the dailies, but you don't get any. You only get XP from the challenges. You know where Apex still gives you XP for kills and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the Halo doesn't. It just you have to do the challenges, which is a bit shitty. Kind of how. Enlisted works so basically each uh, battle pass level is three stars, and you do a daily or you could. It's not sorry, it's not a daily. It's just every time you do a challenge, it's instantly replaced by another one. So it could be like spend eight minutes in a match, that will get you a star. Then you do right. your next game, and it'll be kill twenty five enemies with a M one Garand. Yeah. You do that in your next match, and that's your second star. And then your third one might be just pl- play a game of Normandy as the Nazis. And that'll be your third star, and that's a battle pass level. And then right. it'll move on, but it'll just keep rinsing, repeating the missions. So you could sit there, if you wanted to, all day playing Unlisted and get through your battle pass. But you still get your experience for your soldiers and your guns and your troops and all separately, but your battle pass is just these missions. Yeah. So Halo, Halo doesn't give you anything like that, but it's... But well, um, I guess it's the same thing because you're not really grinding XP for anything else. It is just the battle pass. Mm. 
I will say that Halo's battle passes, when you buy them, you keep them forever. It's not like that is a good idea. It's not like you got ninety days and then all this goes away. It's like, and you've paid for it. It should be yours. Exactly. I. Uh, which is something everyone else should follow. But I'm just thinking, is, is all this Battle Pass stuff um, and unlocking things like in uh, Battlefield, has it takes taken something away from these like multiplayer games where, like, you mean, not to sound like, you know, old man <laughs> back in my day I bullshit. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking here. You used to just play a game because it was fun. And you wanted to yeah. play the game. You go back. You go back to like Unreal Tournament. We just yeah. ran around, shot each other. We didn't care about unlocking things. Yeah. And it uh, was the uh, thrill of the win. I'm. Uh, I'm not saying it's like games are are, are shit now, and it was better back then because that's not true either. But I think that there's there's something that's been. There, there's like this sort of, and I get it too, because because you do feel it. It's it's that. And endorphin rush of like going up a level and unlocking a thing and I, I get it I, I get it but like it's it's better just have the thing being yeah the, this game is good to play and, and I want to play it whether mm. I'm winning losing or, or whatever and I don't have to be unlocking things to to want to do that but like for example you're getting like like really shitty behaviors in in Halo as well and and then it's it, it's this is something like the developers going to have to react to but people going in and once they've finished whatever they need to do for a challenge quitting out of the game that's uh, like uh, shit when you complete this battle pass what are you going to do then cuz it just gives you stuff to wear in the game that's like mm. uh, uh, are you still going to play or you're like you just want to finish it it's weird um, uh, and like, you you still need a way for for that game to to make money to keep it live because it is free to play. Um, but on the other hand, it's really really good. Halo Infinite. It, it's I've heard good things about it. To be fair, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, if we got a group of people on that, we'd have a a great time. Um, but the well, how much is a Series S? Two fifty. Mm-hmm. Lord, Christmas it's, is coming. It's cheaper than a Switch. It is cheaper than a Switch, actually. It's cheaper. And swallow them one two nearly. It's cheaper than an Xbox One S. Jesus, <laughs> it's really cheap. Um, so, yeah, the the if you remember back, I think it was the E three trailer, and everyone's like, "This looks like shit," and then they delayed it for a year and then they announced the you know co-ops not yes. coming out alongside everything else and everyone was really shitting on infinite before it even come out completely 180 the the public view uh, of of halo has completely 180 um and it's purely based on how this thing plays yeah the battle pass is is what it is and it's not does very, it feel like old halo no, it feels like an entirely new beast Ooh. all the other. Now, I'm not a massive Halo player. I didn't play a lot of old Halo, but um, but as there, you know, you you've got dashing. There's all these mm. new abilities, like like you can. Uh, there's a grappling hook in there. So, um, but then at the same time, there it's it's 
it is a Halo game in that, it, you know, you're you're running at someone, you're shooting, emptying the clip, getting up to them, hitting melee and finishing them with a melee <laughs> strike. And it's Sorry. it still does that. And it's just really, I think it's more fast paced than old Halo, um, which, which uh, like Halo always felt kind of a, a, a slower game, whereas this, this is a lot faster paced. Um, hmm. And it's yeah, it's it's just it's really really fun, um, which is the main thing. You know, like you're you're straight in there and just mixing it up with people. Happy days, happy days. Well, I have to admit, um, if the if it takes off, well, it obviously sounds like it plays well anyway. And with the Series S being so cheap, you may find me playing a Halo in the future for the first time in a long time. You heard it here first, Evil G listeners. You may get an Xbox. <laughs> and then you get all that Bethesda stuff. Oh, and then I can play my Dooms and my Quakes and everything, because oh, that oh, way I won't be left and behind. And with the, the rumor, rumors of that, uh, you know, we might be getting another Quake, so. Yep, yep, yep. And that will obviously be exclusive to the Xbox, because there's no way, you know, you're going to buy a studio like that and have your games released on everything. No. Nope. So, yeah. <laughs> I may have to get myself a Series S then. And just Game Pass. Oh, it's... It, it, never, it's never, never, never have to buy a game. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, uh, it's it's worth the money. And I know this is like, mm. if you're not hung up on owning games, which I'm not. Um, no, I, not I, when you're paying that price, just... I always say like game is about the experience in the game, not owning it, so... yeah. Yeah, if you well, can... it's, like, it's the same as Netflix. You don't own anything on Netflix, but you can watch yeah. it anytime. It's like a yeah, nine pound a month to play as much as I want of these. That's that's a fine deal for me. I'm not hung up on saying I don't own this. Um, Wait, only nine pound a month? Yeah, fuck, we sound like advertisers for fucking Microsoft here. <laughs> Or maybe a, a, a tenner. It's it's for the uh, ultimate one, which includes that that's PC your cloud gaming, which works pretty mm. well. Um, and, that's what you were saying. And the 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 Game Pass on console that's eleven pound, so that's a wee bit dear. That one. Hey, you know what? Sounds still good. Um. So another you you mentioned Netflix there. No new release. Um. So Cowboy Bebop, uh, one of my most favorite anime and probably a lot of people's favorite. Um, I have watched it and I really enjoy it. So we all knew it was getting a live action adaption done by Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Starring that guy from Harold and Kumar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know his name, something Cho. Is Cho his second name? Anyway, um... Yeah, so that came out. I've been watching it. I've watched most of it. Two episodes left. Hey, it's not terrible. It's, it's not terrible. It's, it's not terrible. I'm actually okay. enjoying it. Um, I'm as surprised as you. Hmm. Uh, it was like, it seems like it was made by someone who gives a shit about the source material. Um, well, that's always a good start. Like the opening credits are the opening credits. 
Except oh, right. the action. It's the seatbelts. Um, it's the all the the sliding panels and the silhouettes of guns firing. Um, <laughs> the the soundtrack. I I really think the soundtrack is what makes it. Because when when I I know when I think Cowboy Bebop, it's that that soundtrack sets the scene. It, it gives the the show yeah, its yeah. tone. Um, and they they just use that. They more or less use that soundtrack. Um. And that goes a long way. It is, dude. That is doing the heavy lifting here. I think, um, and it follows pretty closely to the anime. They they make some changes. Um, uh, just you don't uh, mind a change, so you're not watching the exact same thing again. Yeah, and they they add some stuff in. Um, like for example, Vicious uh, and Julia are in this a lot more than they are in the anime. Uh, they have a whole. Ooh. They have a whole their own side plot. Well, it's actually more the running plot throughout the show is is about Julian Vicious. Whereas the anime was very much um, doing something week week to week, and mm-hmm. the the vicious stuff was there in the background, but it didn't really come in until like a, there was a handful of episodes that focused on it, and then the end. Of, of the show, mm. um, whereas you're pretty much seeing Vicious and Julia every episode in this, and um, they've got a bigger role. Um, you're still covering uh, a lot of the the stuff, like you know they're going after different bounties every week in that, um, and they're all stuff lifted from from the anime. Um, like Jet has a daughter in this and an ex wife, which is new. <laughs> Did he not talk about them in the original series, but we just never seen them or anything? I can't quite remember. Um, I think they, there was something mentioned about a family, but we never got to see them. But they use that as well. Like the show's pretty funny. There's a point where he's like, um, "It's which episode is it? It's when um, when Faye's looking to. Um, do you know the episode with her and your boy Whitney?" Defrosted her, and do you, do you know? Much? Uh, yep, I don't, yep, yep, I, yep, I don't yep. want to get too much into spoilers. Yep, 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 they, yep, yep, they, yep. They've changed the Whitney character, where it is someone who posed as her mother now, so it's a it's a woman instead of a, a man. Which right. that, that's fine. Well, why would she's away dealing with that? Um, you, you've got uh, Jet and Spike um, doing stuff uh, in this part, but Jet has to go to his daughter's recital, and they have this technology where it's like holograms, as if you're in a place and it projects mm. you in, in a different area. Uh, so he's in this wee shop or bar or whatever. Um, like, he's at the recital, but he's in the shop, and, and you can see him dancing along with his daughter, and he's just standing, the boy behind the counter, it's like, what the fuck is going on? But in the background, it's Spike <laughs> in this fucking crazy fight you don't actually see that it's just <laughs> out the window in the background where you, you so you've got jet dancing and acting a fucking weirdo in like in the scene just in the background it's just spike it and the shit knocked out of him it's very very funny sweet uh i remember we talked about this uh, when it was first sort of mentioned and who's missing is it ed or ein is missing no one's missing oh okay cool um Ayn, Ayn's straight up in it. Ayn's there. Ayn's in the opening credits. That's and Ayn's still great. Um, Ed has been mentioned. Um, right. And I haven't finished it yet. Uh, and I don't think they're right. going to... Okay. 
I've to I have two episodes to go and it doesn't look like th- this is probably going to have a second season because um, it doesn't look like it's going to wrap everything up. I wouldn't think. Um, can't mm-hmm. say for sure yet, but uh, I hope they don't, you know, try and drag it out too much to get more out of it than it should because it's a very contained thing. No, if you're if you're saying the guy that's or that you, you it feels like the person that's made this actually gives a shit. Mm. I reckon. I reckon there's an idea. Maybe only so many seasons, just to get through the the main story of it. Yeah. So maybe it was low I expectations, forgot. but um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying. Pleasantly this. surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that's a good way I to put it. I forgot the city as well, due to the uh, the the making of Cowboy Bebop. Apparently, there's rumblings of a few other. Uh, famous animes getting made into this uh, live action series yeah so th- this i heard might... trigon being mentioned yeah try um i had heard trigon now i got a weird kind of i don't know this is me reading into this too much but there's uh the same episode i was just talking about there now i think it's one of the most recent ones i watched um so fresh in the memory but uh as Faye and Whitney are running around uh, doing stuff. They they swindle a, a valet out of a car, um, and the car they end up getting is is a wee uh, is a wee Citroen. <laughs> I don't know if that's a reference right. to Lupin, but why Wait, pick that car? Was it a Citroen or a Fiat Five Hundred? Or a Fiat Five Hundred? Aye, one of those, not a Citroen. Uh, Fiat Five Hundred. Yeah. Lupin's car. Aye. Yes. Um. So I I don't know if if that's <laughs> that'd be a cool reference to yeah maybe um bye if if they're able to do them in that way the, like yeah go go for it why not um yeah because i've heard trigon mentioned and then the one that sort of made me go no would you do that was a because obviously the the recent game and all are being announced and stuff, but apparently Gungrave was mentioned for live action remake. Oof. <laughs> that would be the first I, half of that I, season series would be very people, and then the second half <laughs> of that season would be very CGI. <laughs> I know you love Gungrave, but it is not yes. on the level of the likes of Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. It's it doesn't have no, that not, same not status. Fan-wise. Yeah. Um, for me, it does, but not for the everyone. Yeah, else. no, I'm sure it's uh, like you enjoy the shit. I'm just saying, like it's it's uh, like the the amount of weight it has. You know, it's aye, it, aye. It's, uh, but the thing there's not a lot of people actually know it even exists. Like you can't find it on your normal like uh, what do you call the big uh, platform, the Crunchyroll. Yeah, um, you can't you, you can't stream Gungrave anywhere actually. Who owns it? Uh. If they're making games even. for it, someone owns it. So, aye. <laughs> um, yeah, who knows? But yeah. my, uh, my recommendation for this: if you if you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop the anime, go watch that. Don't watch the show. Mm. Watch that, and then you can watch the live action show. You're not allowed to watch the live action show until you've watched the anime, and it's on Netflix as well. Care. So, even even are oh, they both on Netflix? Yeah, they both. Yeah, they they put because um, I know they recently put the original on Prime as well. Because I was going to watch through it again. Uh, yeah, it's on Netflix too. I guess just uh, that's just Prime 
feeding off is like they know that live action show is coming on Netflix, so they're gonna make the most of it. Aye. Um. Right. So wrestling. Oh, what a wrestling. week! Why do we start here? So WWE released more the people. News out of the first. Yeah. Uh, more releases from WWE. There's not much more we can say, but our thoughts and feelings no. on people being released from WWE in the way they do this. Um, well, one like really shitty one was Drake Maverick. Since like uh. he was released before, put up a video like really emotional video, and they rehired him, and it was like. Yeah, you released again. He was like in the first lot to be released when this first all kicked off. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Yes, COVID COVID era releases, yes. uh, He had a belt. And he put up this video basically saying, right, I know I'm sacked, but I've got a championship match coming up. And I still, and he started getting very emotional. I still want to give the fans a great show. I'm not going to half-ass this because I've loved working here, yada, yada, yada. And they let him keep his job. And then a gone. year later, they got rid of him. Um, some of the other names here: the team of Hit Row, uh, Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, they should have seen the writing on the wall because the woman who was with them as well was in the last batch that was released. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised to see their names on here. We've got Tegan Wait, Knox. Swerve, did you say? Isaiah Swerve Scott, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, that's Killshot from Lucha Underground. Ah. He's actually really good. Right. He'd be on Ricochet level. Right. That's that's what I'm telling you. He's Ricochet level good. Strong words to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Shane Thorne, uh, Jackson Ryder, um, probably the, well, not probably, definitely the biggest name on here, uh, John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, jo- <laughs> Johnny Elite. Johnny Elite, maybe? Oh, you can come back to BT, you know. his own name. That's right, he was on BT <laughs> with Luchasaurus. Them two are like, actually, actually, AW makes sense. Him and Luchasaurus are like best friends. And Ty Valkyrie just got released as well in the last. Yeah. Um, but like, and the, them the, who do sort of stick together. Yeah. The the, the that whole uh, spices following each other that never seems to work out. And AEW don't really use that shit anyway. She, no, you've got, you got Britt Baker and and Adam Cole, and they've acknowledged that they're a couple, but. Mm-hmm. That that's about it. They they do nothing yep. together and have their own things going. That's that's the way. You should. I guess real fucking There's, cheesy. Uh, uh, no, uh, WWE's tried that and it, it it didn't work. And they almost fucked up one of their biggest uh, organically built stars in Becky Lynch doing that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, let's not. Um, there's a couple of couples in um, AWA anyway, and you wouldn't even know about it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Jungle Boy and. Um, yep. We. Uh, Anna J. Anna J, yeah. Um, yeah, so this usual shit. Uh, <laughs> surprised they have many people left over there. 
Um, Holy shit. And they, they just had their Survivor Series, like, last night, I think. Or Saturday night, was it? I don't know. Um, there was CM Punk chance. <laughs> <laughs> Like wrong show, guys. Wrong show. Why? Why are you chatting CM Punk at Survivor Series? If you want CM Punk, go watch the show that he's on. <laughs> what you are can you doing? Actually see him now. Why did you go there to watch that if you didn't want it? I, I've I've oh, never I've never been a fan of that. I I'll know like if you're like Sohan's not good, um, but sometimes wrestling crowds can be real fucking obnoxious. They can, but, um, this, but there was it was obviously if you were sort of pissed off at things and you knew this was pissing off the people behind the stage and stuff. But now he's actually back in wrestling, so if you actually want to go see him, tune into TNT or buy an AEW ticket. Therefore, when you chance CM Punk, you're actually cheering for the man and not trying to piss people off. Mm. Do it properly. Stop buying WWE tickets if you don't want the fucking. To support the company, yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the best thing you could do. Instead of going to their show, buying a ticket, going to the show and chatting, seeing Bunk, don't buy a ticket. If you all stop buying tickets, they'll change something then, hmm. or at least let the people who actually want to go to the show buy a ticket instead and enjoy it. Yeah, let I instead of you being an obnoxious asshole. Uh, that's that's the thing that the rules got the wrong. There's there's people there that go there because they enjoy the thing and they'll they'll want to have fun there. It's like you kind of ruin it for them a, a, a bit yep. with your beach balls and your fucking bollocks. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that happens. Um, I um I I don't follow WWE week to week, so I'm not sure what's happening. I know Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Um, had a match that was good. I'm I'm told. I haven't seen it myself. Uh, they had that whole thing, that backstage stuff, um, with Becky putting Charlotte in her place, and then Becky was talking about that stuff on on interviews, which tells me uh, it was an interview with that guy Ariel Havani. Um, uh, right. He's a big time serious MMA interview guy. Uh, her talking about it with him uh, tells me is like this they they shot themselves into a work mm. <laughs> in, in this thing so I think there's a definitely a bit of a work to to that because uh, yeah the yeah. She, she wouldn't be talking about it unless it was yeah no offense but those guys are not allowed to go in interviews and talk about shit like that without permission from the boss mm. man but at the same time it's Becky Lynch uh, so she kind of she kind of can do whatever the fuck she wants if there's one thing we've learned about that company everyone's replaceable there's usually a handful there's usually a handful that aren't and she would be one of them definitely you reckon oh i she's she's like top top tippy top star um Mm. that she did it by herself too wasn't booked into that Mm. position she got there herself um so yeah let's talk about dynamite then uh we had some good shit here so um we're in virginia here and and this is this is the virginia is for lovers and this is the homecoming Mm. um but we we're we're starting out with uh we we see kenny omega adam cole and the young bucks backstage 
Um, and it's basically Kenny saying, right, I got to go fix something. Um, can you hold down the fort? And you just got the wee, the wee teaser, Adam Cole's like, I got this. And Kenny's like, I was talking to the Bucks. So teasing that. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see, I think Kenny Omega might need uh, shoulder surgery. Oh, shit. Maybe. He has been the hardest working man in wrestling over the that, last year. That day, I'm pretty sure he was going to get checked out. Um, um, I haven't heard, nah, to be fair, I haven't really looked, um, what the, the outcome of that was. But, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, he'll he take the... fucking rest. He'll take the least amount of time off that he needs. Did you see the uh, the video of that guy? Um, it's just sort of chiropractor, Dr. Hightower. Um, right. He puts a lot of videos up on YouTube of him adjusting, you know, famous athletes, celebrities, and wrestlers. Miro's been on there. Uh, Brian Cage right. is on there. Uh, Kenny Omega has a video on him of him going at him with a fucking hammer and chisel by the looks of things. I don't know what the Jesus fuck this guy said. Uh, like knocking vertebrae into place or whatever the fuck. But he he, inter- he interviews the people at the same time. Um, Kenny Omega has vertigo. He has what? wrestled matches with vertigo where he says, Jeez. it's an interesting skill I had to inherit wrestling in a spinning ring. What the Holy fuck? Shit. How I'd like how good is this guy if he can wrestle with vertigo? Aye. Probably not the safest Man's thing to be doing, head. but like um aye. It's crazy. Uh, absolutely crazy. Um Yeah, so back to the uh National Cowboy shit day celebration. Um <laughs> so we got the Dark Order and Hangman out. Um it's pretty cool, uh, the crowd chatting, you deserve it, and then Paige being all like, stop right there, I didn't deserve it, I, I fucking earned it. <laughs> uh, or I effing earned it. Um, which, yeah, uh, and then the, the the main talk of this is uh, Brian Danielson comes out, getting the usual Brian Danielson. Um and I think, Stu, for you, this 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 was this was a turning point for Brian Danielson. I think that this is what oh, time. this is what complete. I know you're like saying, "Ah, oh, this guy, you know," but this 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 just what happened in this segment had the. Mm-hmm. Like, you must have loved this. I was loving this man. I couldn't believe what I was saying. I was like, "Holy shit! This is this is fantastic." Yeah, with one sentence. Brian Danielson yep. <laughs> became the biggest fucking heel in AEW. One sentence. One word. <laughs> when I won the title at WrestleMania, boo! <laughs> 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 fucking hell, eh? Um, but it was even the way he started. He turned around and he's all, I'm out here to congratulate you. So you're thinking, okay, this is going to be face v face. He's all, but I have to admit, I'm a little disappointed it's not Kenny Omega. And you're like, okay, because he wanted his rematch. Yeah. And, you know, Hangman's all, oh, yeah, it's not Kenny Omega, because I beat him. And, in, uh, in less than 30 less. minutes. Yeah, that, that was very good. <laughs> yep. And then just shit started breaking down, because Hangman wasn't going to wrestle that night, and this annoyed uh, Danielson, and 
And that's why when I won the title at Mania, I wrestled the next night and all this here. And, oh, Jesus. And then he was getting booed. And he was, of course, of course, Virginia boos hard work and all this here. And I was like, this is fucking Philip. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, he, he's, um, he's a hell of a heel. Yep. And, then, and then he goes but I love on. the fact he's not weedy. No, 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 no. He's like, I'm amazing. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I this am is, that this good. Is, this is the American dragon. He doesn't do mm. that, that, that sort of shit. He's like, I'll, uh, I'm just going to beat the fucking, I'm going to kick your head in. That's what he says. Yes. Um, and he does that to evil Uno. Uh, I know, Peru. He got, he got some offense in. Yeah, but he got destroyed. He got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he does that thing where he just like, kicks your head into the mat and then put yep. him in a triangle choke and it was like match was stopped right away that was it yep um then he got back on the the mic and said he's gonna kick every the he kicked the head in of every member of dark order um we're in chicago next week so call cabana you're up yep so i i will if he if I don't know if it, because they'll obviously do this match, Winter is Coming, between him and Paige. That's 15th of December. So it's what, a couple of weeks? Um, well, that's a, we I'm don't, we that's don't know. Do we don't know. Uh, um, true. And he, he, he could but do, I, he could do Dark Order members on, on Rampage, dark, on uh, Dark, true, Dark true. Elevation. You don't, you don't know. You could, true. Like, that'd be a hell of a the match schedule. I'm but. looking forward to Stu Grayson is Grayson. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll be amazing. Like John Silver will be a match and a half, mm. but Grayson to me is the best wrestler in the Dark Order. I yeah, think he's one of the best yeah. wrestlers in AEW. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you there. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's. I still love the fact that he just he looks. All right, he, he looks like he's well toned and stuff, but he just throws boys around like they wait. Like do you remember the time he got big bear what's his face over his head and done the big backbreaker and all and you're like mm. how are you lifting him what the hell so yeah that guys? match will be unbelievable oh yeah they kind of disappeared yeah i don't know if they were actually signed though um next we got a, a interview with eddie kingston tony Fury backstage uh gets interrupted <laughs> this is brilliant this is really good <laughs> 2.0 and daniel garcia kingston calls him blockhead and your friend <laughs> And then gets in Garcia's face, challenges him to a match. I love it. Like, why they're rubbing their mouths. He's, like, looking off camera, like, doing the, can I get something to eat? Fucking, ah. you know. He's all, like, I'm going to cater. For the love of God. He's up for the love of God. I just want to do one promo. Just one <laughs> promo, please. I'm going to cater. Hey. He interrupted Punk that time. So he's guilty of it himself. <laughs> yep. I'll be a good match, Garcia versus Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next we have up the Stone Pit Bull, Orange oh. Cassidy to uh, Tomohiro Ishii um, versus the Butcher and the Blades. Um, what did you think of this then? I enjoyed it. The tea- but I think the. Ma- the- you think the match no, what? Go ahead. No, no, say what you were going to say. I was just going to say that the big thing I think everyone was looking forward to seeing was 
Butcher and Ishii. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say they, they teased that out. Because Butcher was in first and then he tagged out straight away. Um, we, got, we got him with a blade and Ishii. Um, just laying that shit in there it was what you what you expected it to be. Um, them two really rocked each other. Right? Yeah, it maybe didn't need all the interference shit. Uh, it's just like sort of just leave it alone. Um, it is. It's it's already a big enough thing. Uh, it's like it's Ishi. You don't need to be doing the brass knocks and having people jumping up on the uh, the apron and that. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, it's it's good to see like like are the the people that are appearing from new japan they're you know the they're they're getting bigger and bigger bigger stature and they they keep talking about okada and you know oh i know his name was mentioned a few times the the best friends are in chaos um they won this match it's only a matter of time i think it's only a matter of time does this mean someday we'll have okada teaming with orange cassidy (laughs) maybe That would be so what, mental. What a fucking mismatch that is. Orange Cassidy, Tomohiro Ishii. That's, <laughs> just, just, just to say that out loud is like, yep. that's nonsense. But it was good. I like it. I love Ishii's stature, though. Aye, he's just, just got like his shoulders are just... He's got no no neck. and <laughs> just, He's very Rick Steiner-ish. Like Stone Pitbull is the perfect fucking nickname for perfect. him. Perfect. It just perfect. describes him. I like, love what does the first that mean? thing JR mentions about him. What's that? Shooter boots. Shooter boots. He's <laughs> wearing the shooter boots. You know you're in trouble. You're in for a tough night when you see the shooter boots coming. Uh, so next we have a backstage interview with uh, FTR. Um, Polly, Andrade, and Jose, the assistant. <laughs> What's his name? Um, yep. setting up an hour match. Uh, Andrade says, Cody back. I prove I'm better than you. I beat you both clean. Now I'll show you my bad side. Um, uh, Cash is says he was robbed by the, the uh, robbed by the Lucha Bros. Add Malachi Black and make it a four on four. So, uh, getting eight man, uh, and then Tolly Blanchard yep. is all <laughs> you are, you are not Jose. I've got one more in me. I've got huevos. Oh, aye, and then they start talking about <laughs> Tolly Blanchard's huevos. Huevos. <laughs> Old wrinkly he- huevos. Jesus Christ. Um, are we, we going to get a Tolly Blanchard or not? There's a match. I don't know. I fear for Tolly Blanchard's life. I fear for Tolly Blanchard's life. <laughs> Unless Ollie and Tar... Ollie... Eh. Tully and Arn, right? Turn on everybody and go for the tag championships. <laughs> the brain busters come mm. out of retirement. Mm. Yeah. Because he had Fucking hell. I'd be like AEW showing WWE, this is how you really bury young talent. Yank Sting's bad. What do you see this? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lucha Bros jobbed out to the fucking <laughs> Tully and Arn. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then we've got our uh, women's uh, 
TBS title tournament qualifier thingy quarterfinal match. Akara Shida versus Nyla Rose. Um, this was good. Shida continues her trend of just getting the best out of Nyla. Um, that could be a rivalry I could watch over the years. But you, I love the fact that when they do these matches with M2, there's like huge gaps in between them. But they keep referencing that they know each other so well. Mm. Aye. So this it's one of these long running rivalries in AEW. Same, it's it's mad as well to think Nyla has two big main rivals, and that's Riho and Shida. That's Nyla's mm. two sort of nemesises. Yeah, because they've they've uh, denied her from the big prize. Um, mm. Well, Nyla did did beat. Uh, they're one apiece, Nyla and Riho, aren't they? In, I think so. In singles. Uh, so maybe there's something there down the and road. And this was the first time I think Nyla ever beat Sheeta. Yes. Sorry, so, spoilers. So Sheeta had. Is that not what we were doing anyway? Yeah, true. Uh, so Sheeta, um, yeah, she just beat her twice before. Um, obviously, she took the title off Nyla and and mm. then defended against her in in two great matches. Um, and then here. We we have interference from from Deeb. Um, she does still sell on the knee from that Deeb match. Um, mm. So it's like Nyla works on the knee throughout uh, throughout the match. Um, yeah, it's all it's all about that knee. Um, but Nyla Rose goes on. She will be facing Ruby Soho, I believe, in the next round. Well, if Ruby beats Chris Statlander. Ruby's beating Chris <laughs> Probably, I. Uh, but then, I, I don't know. It the, the, the AEW's hard to predict sometimes. I got that that final. So, that final is Ruby's going to be on one side of it, hundred percent. Jade on the other, I think. Either Jade or Thunder Rosa. I'm. I'm not. I think. I think Thunder Rosa's bigger fish to fry. Yeah, but it's still a bit air. Uh, no, nah, I know what you mean. Um, but like, uh, yeah, everything's telling me this, this, this title is is for Jade. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see. A great match between these two. Yeah. And we have Malachi Black cutting a Malachi Black promo. Yep. Good stuff. In Chicago, I'll make I'm it so sorry. the air you breathe turns toxic. Deep breath, my friends, while oxygen is still on. <sighs> oxygen is still on your side. Good stuff. Um, and then we have MJF. Oh shit, we missed the uh, w- earlier. We had an MJF pre-recorded promo from right after uh, Full Gear. Um, <clears throat> like real fiery promo from him. Um, like you, you bought every word he was saying here. Like the, this yep. was this was from the heart, and it's uh, I think it's to do with people comparing him to a certain WWE wrestler, only being able to work the mic and being shit in the ring, and him just going nuts saying, "Did you see that?" Um, because mm. that match was fantastic from Full Gear. Yep. Um, I don't know where these people get off because the the person they are comparing them to does not hold a candle to MJF on the mic or in the ring, especially in the ring, because yep. this person is shit in the ring. It's the Miz we're talking about. May as well say that. Um, where do you get off comparing the Miz to MJF? Seriously? 
That guy yeah, from the real world. That guy from the real world. No. No, just no. Oh, good. MJF um, is going to be... Well, he is a huge fucking deal. Yeah. He's yeah. future of the business. Yeah, that was a really good promo. And then we get him coming out here. Um, Spears, Spears tries to calm down the crowd. Yep. Having, having none of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then MJF gets on, on the, the mic saying he's the best. Um, and he says, no one in that locker room is nearly as good as me. No one is on my level. Cult of personality hits. And the place goes nuts because I think this is, uh, is this one of the most, in, when CM Punk came back, the most anticipated rivalries, not even just for the the potential match, but because of the promo battles that they're going to have. Mm. Um, okay. Punk comes out, gets in the ring. Um, MJF offers him the handshake. Um mm-hmm. Punk doesn't take it. MJF says, are you for fucking real? <laughs> but then Punk walks away. Um, I Crowd going absolutely mental for this. Yeah. Punk didn't say a word. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I heard this brought up, and it's a fucking great idea, and MJF needs to do it. He needs to cut a promo on Punk where he says, it's like you used to be the underdog... But you've become what you hate. You become John Cena, because that is the promo CM Punk cut on Cena. Except he said you become the Yankees. Like uh, that would that that would be good. <laughs> I guarantee MJF has something huge planned for this. The two of them working together on promos is going to be crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll it'll be good stuff. Um, mm. I'm looking forward to whatever comes out of that. Whatever it is, is going to be great. Um, so then we have Young Bucks, Adam Cole backstage. Um, Matt and Dink not cleared. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's going to be Adam Cole and Bobby Fish taking on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Um, Next up, we got the acclaimed versus Dante Martin. Oh, very quickly, very quickly, sorry. Oh. They, they went to finish this promo, and Bobby Fish was about to say, and you can bet that that's, and this match Jackson cuts him off quickly. No, 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 you can't say that here. You can't uh, say that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. okay, okay. Pretty <laughs> pretty good there. Um, yeah, we get the, the acclaimed uh, versus Dante Martin, Leo Rush. Leo Rush, hey, Jesus Christ! I know, Jesus, he's a wee freaking nature. He's amazing. Um, yeah, I think we said this last time. So just the the speed, it, it's something so mm. different that you're that you don't see um, that misdirection stuff he does in the ring. Um, and yeah, the the take an thing away with the claim. They're they're great as well. Yeah. Um, I think they've the, Bowen's. There's, yeah, there's something definitely. Uh, there's something there. There is something there. Um, so yeah, we got a really fast-paced match. Um, 
Yeah, Leo Rush with a fucking amazing frog splash. Um, yep. It's great. Um, is this, I'm not confusing this with a different match, but we get the, the start of this as well. We get to um, Tope Suicidas to start in tandem yes. with Dante and Leo. Um, good high-flying stuff, eh? Um, yep. And at the end of the match, we got Team Taz coming out. Uh, <laughs> trying to re- recruit Dante. Was I going nuts? Or was Ricky Starks dressed like The Rock from that weird photo of The Rock? He always dresses very much like The Rock from his uh, like corporate champion days. Right. The okay. fucking shirts and the gold chain and that. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's what he's going for. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he t- says if you stay with Leo, um, if you join Team Taz, at the start of a Hall of Fame career, you stay with Leo Rush, it'll be a mediocre one. You know, you just be thinking it's like, because all, right, all you guys are doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, good match and a yeah, people continue to. Hit up Dante. Yep. I wonder when his brawler is coming back to say, hi, boys, fuck off. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off a lot of you. Um, then the, the main event, uh, TNT title match, uh, Jay Lethal versus Sammy Guevara um, <laughs> with Tony Nese at ringside or just watching yep. from, uh, just from watch. the front row. Uh, so I'm guessing Tony Nese is going to be a challenger at some point for this thing. Um mm. So have you? Yeah, you would have seen a. You've probably seen a fair amount of Jay Lethal. I have indeed. I've seen bits and pieces, um, mostly from. What do you think? From Ring of Honor. Um, no, he, he's a fantastic wrestler. He really is. He really is. Hey? Um, it doesn't look like he's missed a beat from when I last seen him. No, but he's he's been he's been champion he's in been Ring of Honor. Now. Yeah. He's only. He's only thirty-five, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not too old. Um, it's a shame about the baggage he comes with. Uh, like, like yeah. really. Um, but yeah, in in the ring, you you can't deny he's he's fucking fantastic. I know we were talking about the baggage last week, and yeah. I don't know if anything was ever sort of. No, nothing ever was resolved either uh, way. And Tony Khan is a smart guy. Like He's not going to go hiring people with yeah, potentially dodgy past he's going to have to get rid of. Uh, it's, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but as well, I wouldn't put it past Tony Khan to go, well, it's been a while since that came out. I'll just chance my arm here. Because I, th- I think he would. Uh, I'm sure he's he's like watched Jay Lethal and be like, I like I. As soon as he became available, he's like, I'm getting this guy, and I'm gonna just play it by ear with people's reactions. Maybe people have forgotten about it, and if they haven't, maybe I can massage it right. Mm. So, but I I think he definitely that would be his mindset. Um, uh, I don't think it's a. a I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think Tony Khan knows something that we don't. Basically, 
Yeah, uh, I don't. Sure. I don't think that's that's the, the case. Um, so, Sa- Sammy, um, Sammy wins this one, of course. Uh, hell of a match. Um, we get the inner, cir- inner circle coming out to celebrate. Um, Jay shakes hands with Sammy, um, and that that ends dynamite. I like I like the fact that Jay Lethal did his figure four though. <laughs> Yeah, is that not something he always does? That's a well. He started. That was the whole thing. It started back in Impact yeah, when, when he was like doing the whole Rick Flair thing against Flair. <laughs> that was that's when he started the Figure Four, and then I don't know if he kept doing it when he went to Ring of Honor. Mm. I don't know if that was the thing he kept doing because I thought that was just part of that whole sort of story he was doing. So I thought it was like a throwback to that when he did it again. I was like, oh, class, very good. Maybe Rick, he has been there, I don't know. Rick Flair officially passed on the figure four to The Miz. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's, it's, on. it's bad. For a start, the figure four isn't even fucking Flair's to pass on. <laughs> There's so no, many guys that did the figure four. <laughs> Um, and then Rampage, uh, very quickly here, uh, so we got Darby Allen versus Billy Gunn, which was, I think I, I think I missed a promo off Dynamite, because there was the promo for this, um, yep. we get a chant for the Ass Boys, <laughs> which is the Gun Club, Austin and Colton, that was amazing, <laughs> Ass Boys, um, yeah, this, this is a, a mismatch of a match. Epic proportions. Because like the size of Billy Gunn compared to Darby. Uh, and Billy Gunn just wails the fuck out of him. Yep. Uh, just beats him around Hell, the outside. Billy Gunn was even bigger than Sting. Yeah. Uh, we get the face off of his Sting as well. Um, uh, and Darby does two coffin drops and ends it there. Um, I thought that was pretty cool when he first coffin dropped Bully and Bully kicked out it like one was it? Mm. He was having none of that. So he R- fucking wheels him again and does it again. Real fucking dodgy code red in there though. Oh there was. Do you know the bit I thought was really rough? But it was obviously Darby just being Darby and being amazing. Mm. He went to dive to the outside of Bully mm. and Bully does the sidestep and just throws him into the, the guardrail while he's going full speed. <laughs> yeah. Was that Aye, that, that's a Darby thing. Um, so uh, the gun club attack Darby after Sting tries. Yeah, I know we, somebody we, actually beats down Sting. Holy uh, shit. It's hard to, like, you always, always go like Sting shouldn't be beating him, but then when you see him move in the ring, it's hard to argue against that, because... God damn, he, he can still, move. He still got it. He can fucking move, even if it's just for that short wee stint of a beatdown after. It's like you, you're you're not looking at him and cringing. You're not looking at him saying, uh, this, is, this is an old guy who can barely move. Um, uh, it's not Undertaker Goldberg cringe. Yeah. Um, and yet, he hasn't done anything to fucking... Uh, you know, he hasn't barged himself in the ring. Let's uh, say that. No. Uh, and if they keep using no. him like that... I think that that's fine, and the, 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 he has hmm. been used really well. I know, like, had some problems with some that, of the people. They had that great 
tag match with uh, Paige and Sky with Derby. Remember he done the dive off the fucking side and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I wonder where are they going with this? Is it really, are they going to feud with Gun Club and the und- Is Gun Club going to take their first loss? Well, fuck, they are. Who's who's the third then? With Darby and Sting. Danhausen. <laughs> His legs broke. <laughs> I know. I just keep saying Danhausen when you ask me now. You ever see the thing Danhausen uh, did? I, I don't even know who who was fighting. I don't know if he does this all the time, but he gets underneath the ring apron while the while while the person's standing outside the ropes on the apron, and he'll pop his head up, and he'll look up and be like, ah! And they'll go to kick him, and then he'll go down, and then whoever tried to kick him, they'll fall over. It's fucking, but just the wee head popping up in the apron. It's hilarious. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh. Who, that, all serious, who, who would? Hmm. Oh, oh, I I, I, I would have said Moxley, but obviously not. Um, nope. It'll be Paul White. Shit, you're right. Shit. <laughs> It'll be Paul White. He has problems with him, I'm sure. Oh, no. Darby, Darby, Darby. <laughs> you got Darby's going to look so tiny. <laughs> you got the heavy lifting to do that day, you know? Aye, uh, he does. Oh, fuck, you're, hon- you're 100% spot on. Yep. Right. Um, TBS Women's Championship Tournament quarterfinal again with Jade Cargill versus Red Velvet. Um, this was better this than was I expected. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting much of it because Red Velvet's not really experienced. Jade Cargill's not experienced at all. A few e sloppy mm-hmm. bits like... Um, ah. But yeah, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't went a lot bad. longer than I thought, and there was a couple of really good spots in it though. Mm. Well, it wasn't wasn't a squash. Um, Red nope. Velvet got a lot of got a lot of offense in, um, which is good because that would have been her like third time getting squashed by Jade. I think. Mm. I think. Um, but yeah, Jade wins in the end. Who like uh, and and goes on to the semifinals where she will be facing either Thunder Rosa or Jimmy Hitter. Thunder Rosa. <laughs> or no, yeah, yeah. You know what? I' not convinced. There could be shenanigans and Jimmy Hitter. There will be shenanigans. Yeah, you know, Thunder Rosa's yeah, bigger fish to fry. You know what? That that would that would reignite that feud nicely if. Um, if Britt Baker did something to cost her that match. And then Hater will get beat by Jade and she'll go through the final. Yeah. Mm. You're on a roll that I see. This is our booking these shows. <laughs> We've I still got- don't know about Jade one or not though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I don't like. I, I I actually hope it's Ruby Soho. I do. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I really like her because I listened to that uh, completely off topic, but I listened to the AW podcast with her mm. on it this week. She is so down to earth and cool. Yeah, you see her in all of logs and all. Um, mm. 
Fuck Ethan Page. Giving her shit for not liking his stupid fucking... <laughs> for not liking a petrol station. It's like, who gives a fuck? Oh, Apparently there's a big... This has been an ongoing joke with Emmons for years. But he seems to take personal offense because you don't like a petrol station. Oh, no, no, man. They once had a match in an indie show because of this and everything. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty cool they're doing that uh, t-shirt competition for, for charity where it's like uh, yep. yeah uh, it's because I'm pretty sure the one he likes was uh, started by a Canadian is that what That's it is? the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> yes this was started by a Canadian right uh, right Tony Schiavone's backstage with CM Punk uh, setting up a match with UD Marshall <laughs> For, for shit. It's so CM Punk can kick the shit. Right, so um Colt Cabana's gonna get the shit knocked out of him in Chicago, right? Yes. But they always like to give the hometown crowd sort yes. of thing something to cheer for, so they'll send out QT Marshall, CM Punk will beat the living shit out of him and everyone will be happy. Oh, poor QT. He's got stupid hair. Plus it's, it's, plus, it's QT. Everyone loves to see him get the shit kicked out of him. Man, as a bald guy, he, he's a he's a fucking turncoat, and he can fuck himself. <laughs> he's a turncoat. He's a traitor. He's an in, he is he's an insulting bald you know man everywhere. Your hair looks worse now because you're bald in like this weird ring around the side of your head. Yes. What the fuck's that about? <laughs> you got hair in the top and none of the... What are you... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, damn. And last we Adam Cole and the infamous Bobby Fish uh, versus Jurassic Express. Um, I thought this... I thought this would have been done already, but... Apparently not. Hmm. No, I think this will lead up to one final match with Jungle Boy, Adam Cole, one-on-one. Yeah, you're probably right. And JB Jungle. has to get that victory. Won this one, though. He did, but he took out Bobby Fish. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Uh, it was a good match. Again, but Very good match. Like, like, what do you expect? It's Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, uh, Aye. and then Jungle Boy. Um, they cut a promo earlier, and I I love like they keep doing these Jungle Boy Luchasaurus and Christian promos, and every mm. time Luchasaurus's line is just <laughs> <laughs> he never speaks. He just finishes it with a bleh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't I, have to I take. Love how they, they always bring him out second, so the crowd can just go mad for his. I know the crowd love obviously Adam Cole's music. Mm. But fuck that the, the reaction Jungle Boy's music gets is unbelievable. Yeah, and this match made him look super, super strong. Oh, made him look like a powerhouse. And he's like, like that's him tagging with Luchasaurus, who's fucking huge. And it's Jungle mm-hmm. Boy that comes out looking the, you know, yep. he's the guy. He's he's the guy doing the work. He's the guy beating the shit out of people. He's not. Mm. He's not feeding for Luchasaurus, which which is a yep. it's it's a pretty cool dynamic. Um, yep. Yeah, Luchasaurus is a bit of a sidekick for him, but I think he knows rightly. Is like this is a 
So my oh, so, like I'm not being world champion anytime. No. <laughs> so so it's like no. He says himself on the on the interview with um, I think it was the podcast as well. He's just like having the time of his life because he never thought he would be here. Mm. But he's just going to enjoy it while he's yeah. here. He's he's Fuck not going to go for it. Rock the boot backstage or anything. He's just going to enjoy himself. Jake would ever take the mask off and all and just. Do your or like think if, if they turn him heel or something? Yeah, fucking fuck cor- this mask and all. Corporate Luchasaurus wearing a suit. Oh, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, that or he came out as an actual like uh, master's degree lecturer type thing. Oh, that's right. He has the master's degree. Um, so at the end of this, we we get um, Jungle Boy locking in the the snare trap on fish and. Well, we, mm. first we got the, the Bucks coming out and Christian coming out and chasing them away with a chair. Um, mm. uh, and then Adam Cole ends up on the outside as well and they just leave Fish in the ring <laughs> who gets snare trapped and, and taps. Snare tra- that snare trap's good. It's an that STF, is isn't it? It is, kind of. Yeah, it is. It is. We had a friend of ours comparing it to John Cena's. It's like, it's not even the same move. I don't know why John Cena ever did the STF. He's too big. He's a big fuck. Like, he's not flexible enough. And then he's bigger than 90% of the roster. So you got this yep. big lump just lying on top of him. <laughs> Maybe that's why they tapped. <laughs> But they never Jesus, tapped. I don't. I don't think he ever fucking won with it. Because this was during the period where no one won. Like if you tapped, it was like, oh, you look weak. You can't tap. No one taps ever. There was a long oh, period of WWE where you just didn't have um, tap out finishes. So yeah. And that's your wrestling for this week. Um, and that's that's our podcast for this week. Mm-hmm. Anything to add? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> just if you're buying Battlefield, just treat it for what it is a bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, you could wait if you want to wait, wait, wait. Yeah. A, a few patches could fix it. It's probably gonna take a while, if I'm brutally honest. Hopefully, they stick with it and don't abandon it like they did with five. Um, but yeah, um, it, there still is fun to be had in that game. I wouldn't oh, pay. Man. I wouldn't pay seventy pounds for it. Nope, and we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Um, but yeah, that's us for this week. Um, go play Halo if you want, and we will. Yeah. See in air quotes. See you again next week. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye.